This is Wine and Dandy. Hi. Because <laughs> wine is fun and we intend to prove it. Fun fact. Fun story. Sarah, got... what just happened? Well, we have just recorded this episode and then I accidentally deleted it. So this is round two. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not kidding. This is a thing that happened just now. Yeah, but that's cool. A, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Well, so this episode, again, is one that I was very excited to do when I first came up with the concept for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, the this was time. one of the very first topics that came to mind because wine is fun and we intend to prove it. Yep. Wine is for everybody. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're at your folks' house or yeah. your family's house out in the country or out in the middle of nowhere and there's no grocery store, yep. but there is a gas station. Yes, you hop down to the gas and go. And you get yourself some wine. So this week's episode is called Gas Station Wines. Yes, ma'am. And a brief history on um, a searching. Tell us about the thing you found out about. Handy Hugo? Yeah. <laughs> well, I went. I always buy the wine for the podcast, and so I was going around for an hour to yeah. different gas stations in town, and I went to the first one. It was a Handy Hugo's, mm-hmm. and they had nothing but beer. Right. Went to the second one. It was Handy Hugo's. They had nothing but beer. I, I noticed a pattern. Yeah. Third one, <laughs> Handy Hugo's, nothing but beer. Started scoping out a fourth one. No lie. Fourth gas station. Yeah. Handy Hugo's. Knew they didn't have wine, didn't get out of my car. Wow. So then I called Jamie and was like, Jamie, I don't know if we can do this podcast because <laughs> apparently Handy Hugo's has a monopoly on all the gas stations in Raleigh, North Carolina. Somebody drive an hour out into the country. <laughs> no. And I said, you go get Luca. <laughs> I got this. So I hopped down the street to my neighborhood cruisers. Ooh. Not Handy Hugo. Sounds fancy. Uh, well, and this is cool. I walked in and I'm sure they were like, psycho, aisle two. <laughs> I said, hey, uh, I couldn't see. They had a giant beer fridge, but they did not. I could not see the wine. And n- normally I can see that. Yeah, I'll just kind of zoom in on that. So I walked to the front and said, do you guys have wine? And they said, it's over there. And I said, well, actually, I'd be curious to know what your best sellers are. Best sellers. <laughs> and they quirked their head like dogs. I said, no, we're, I do a podcast. And um, we are looking for what your best sellers are. And our new friend, Kiera, oh, yeah. said, girl, I got this. Come on. So she's a wine drinker. She's one of us. Uh-huh. And so she took me over there. One of the neatest things, I think, uh, immediately is she went to the small packages, the, the oh. small bottles of wine. And I said, oh, no, we can afford. <laughs> <We're good. laughs> we can afford a full $8 <laughs> bottle. <laughs> and she said, well, you wanted to know the most popular. And these small bottles are the most popular ones that we sell, which, and we think they're just adorable. They're adorable. They're like rooms. They're like room service ketchup, which is the only reason I get room service yes. to get that squatty bottle of ketchup. I love yes. that bottle. And the, and the hot sauce yeah. is even smaller. And you save it, and it rolls around in your purse for a year. And then you eventually put it in the recycling bin. Right. Well, so what did you get for us today? Well, because I love you, and I know you love bubbles. I do. We are starting with. Uh, uh, this is the fun part. It's called JFJ Extra Dry California Champagne. And uh-uh. Sarah's skin is crawling already. Tell us why. Yeah. This is the bougiest thing. This is the bougiest pet <laughs> peeve of crazy. all time. But it does indeed drive me nuts. Champagne is made in Champagne, France. You can't One say place. Kentucky bourbon because it's not made in Kentucky. If it, You know, you only call it Kentucky bourbon, bourbon if it's made in Kentucky. Right. You can't call champagne unless it's made in Champagne, France. So California champagne makes no sense. You are correct, Sarah. And yes, <laughs> all over the bottle, the label. Like in three different places. The foil top. Even on this They're tiny bottle of, of their ignorance. They have the foil, you know, wrap around. It's sparkling wine. And it, it is sparkling wine, but they are not marketing it that way. It does say on their when to look for their website. There's another interesting thing about the JFJ Winery. <laughs> Don't have their own website. <laughs> hmm. So they're distributed by Bronco Wine Company, which is in Napa Valley, which Ooh, made me feel sounds better. legit. 
Yes. Um, and it describes it as sparkly wine filled with the smells of apple, pear, touches of caramel, and yeast. They say it is clean and balanced. And the website says, partially redeeming themselves, <laughs> made using the champagne method. Ah, champenois. Yes, yes. Well, let's taste it. Let's give it a shot. Give it a smell. See what you think. I mean, I can't. We can't totally lie. We are. You're already doing this twice, and we did try this one before. <laughs> but we're going to pretend that we haven't. Yes. And I, we did think the first time that it smelled very good. It just smells like sparkling wine. Yeah, it did come sort of champagne-y, looking very festive-looking with the plastic cap on top of the Stelvin enclosure. It's just as bad the second <laughs> time. It tastes like a warm Coors Light. <laughs> it's so bad, y'all. It's it literally <laughs> tastes like. Gas station, hand washing, bathroom water that they added bubbles to is real bad. It tastes like it. Now that I've tried it twice, it does taste like a like a light beer, kind of to me. Ugh. It's just not at all. If it's, it's, an it's terrible. And fun fact, we gave it away to a girl we work with who walked by and liked it, and then we snatched it right back because I was like, I just deleted the episode. <laughs> I'm gonna need this. You can't actually have this. And then sorry. I started crying a little bit. <laughs> So, not a fan. Not a fan. It is $3.99 for six ounces. It really good for mimosas. Yes. Oh, yes. That's exactly what we talked about. Um, and that is what she said because Sarah asked earlier. Kiera said. Kiera did say that. But Sarah, oh, you me, me. asked earlier, why um, Why do you think people buy these small containers? Why do you think? Well, I think it makes it easy to put into your cup holder in your car. Illegal Scary. drinking. But I'm <laughs> guessing that might actually happen. Also, you can slip it in your purse. You know, yeah. go to the movies. Let's say you're going to the movies. Yeah. Sure. You don't want to pay $11 for a four-ounce Coca-Cola. Maybe right. you had a rough day. So, so that's, <laughs> that's one thing. But we did also, you can order many bottles of champagne by the case, which would be a festive party favor. Or yeah. if you're doing mimosas, you have a bachelorette weekend, or somebody's turning a particular milestone age, that's kind of cute. And it's nice to use small bottles for mimosas, because mm-hmm. sometimes you, you open a whole bottle, but oh, you don't want to drink the whole right. bottle. It gets wasted. So yeah. this wine might be good if you had anything in it. Like, <laughs> even like, Alka-Seltzer, I like think, would improve <laughs> this champagne. <laughs> um, probably true. And like we mentioned earlier, if you are going to do mimosas with this champagne, which it probably is still This California for, champagne, I should California say. California champagne. <laughs> We're only the best champagne. Oh, whoops. Um, don't, you know, don't buy cheap orange juice, but don't buy the nicest orange juice. This is a mix of what normally you would think of you as know, medium range stuff. I have, I have to say, well, that I I like really good orange juice in my mimosas. Do you I, like pulp or not pulp? I do. Just I out of love curiosity. pulp. Do you like pulp? Yeah, okay, I love cool. pulp, and I love a fresh squeezed orange juice mimosas. They're so good. Ooh, yum! Yeah. Going to your house on and Saturday You ought to. I give great parties. <laughs> well, let's move away from this bottle as quickly as possible. Yes. <laughs> We're gonna hop on over to our next container, which is this is kind of cool. We have not tried this. Um, uh, this is as far as we got before this last one was deleted. I'm so, sorry. Yeah, this, this no, is don't new. Just, this is fun. Um, <laughs> it's never happened before. It's something new for us. And it won't happen again. Right. <laughs> this is actually kind of in a little square cardboard container that you were telling me about. It's called a Terra Pack. Mm-hmm. And they're, I think the name is in the circle on the top on the side again, away from you. Right there. Oh, sure enough. Protects what's good. Tetra Pack. Tetra, Tetra Pack. Pack. That's it. Tra- Tetra Pack. Mm-hmm. It's recyclable. And it's they're just small and compact, and they're they're just very portable. They make yeah. wine very portable. You're going to get more wine with this. This is about a little less. Uh, no, it's more than. Sorry, there's some math involved. It's more than double these little small bottles. Yeah, and of that's wine. the other thing is it because it's a square, it holds mm-hmm. more volume. Yeah, this is three glasses, so it's 500 milliliters. So if 187 milliliters is six ounces, do the math at home. Nope, it's pretty good. <laughs> 
I'm not going to do the math. It's a nice size serve. And then this is cute. (laughs) They are so helpful to put on the side. They have a picture of a picnic basket. Oh. Convenience. Easy when on the go. Receivable cap goes where glass can't. And that is the nice thing about this. Oh, for sure. You can take it to the pool. You sure can. Um, Stay tight packaging maintains freshness and flavor. And it's this is very impressive because we're earth friendly. 90% less waste versus traditional wine bottle. Love that. That's really cool. Well, let's give it a taste. It's a Pinot Grigio. It's the Vendange Pinot Grigio. And, she, and Kira said this is the highest seller at the cruisers. Yes. The number one pick. <laughs> There's a ribbon involved somewhere, people. <laughs> smells good. Smells like a regular Pinot Grigio. It's got a little bit of a cat pee smell I smell to no it. petrol I, I, I smell cat pee, though. <laughs> oh, God. A little bit. That's not a bad thing in wine. You know what? You are correct. I know I now am. That you I smell it. it. I can't I, not we smell We both it. have cats. Yeah. I'm like, Ew. I'm like, that's what my, yeah. Yeah. But keep in mind, we've had poopy wines before that were delicious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes Don't the nose may, off yeah. by this. Yeah. I think we're going to like this Vendage. Okay. Or Vendangy. I like your positivity. I don't know how to say this. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's not bad. So, I would drink that if someone had it and I had no wine and we were at an event where I needed wine. <laughs> I would drink that if there's no wine left on there's earth. There's some pretty specific parameters, but sure. I'd... No, that's pretty good. And honestly, if you were going somewhere where you could not have a glass bottle. I think this would be very good cold. That's pretty good. That would be a good sangria wine as well. Yeah, this would be a great sangria mm-hmm. wine, but I think it would be better colder. Mm-hmm. It, oh, yeah, and that's true. It's been out a little bit. Also, um, mentioning sangria, because we had done our sangria episode, if you haven't listened, please do. This is the, actually the perfect size with three glasses for a small pitcher of sangria because that's really all the wine you need. Yeah, true. Yeah. There's something chalky about it, though. Let me see. It leaves like a residue on my teeth. Hmm. You get that at all? No. Uh, uh, to be, I mean, I'm going to be total wine snob here. Yeah, it's do a it. little flabby. Not a lot of acid on this wine. It, see, that's funny. I would have said it because I switched it around my mouth a bunch. Yeah, well, I did too. Yeah, I, I, it, my tongue has no lights happening. No, yeah. No, you know where I'm getting it? Upper gum. Mm-hmm. That's kind of strange. But I'm sure it's safe. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. It's just, it's not, there's no acid to yeah. it. It's, like I said, really cold. I'd even wager to put ice in this wine. Mm-hmm. If I was at my, my dad always, my dad always, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about my dad, where he chooses to live, but he always lives in between towns. He oh, picks those in between. <laughs> so, you know, if I went to his house and I didn't feel like driving 30 minutes to the, the uh, grocery store, mm-hmm. and I popped up to the Handy Hugo's. Yeah. Near, oh, no, not only, there. They no, don't have wine. They don't have wine. <laughs> well, you know, whatever gas station's nearby, Yeah, this is serviceable. I don't think it's horrible. Right. But it's it's not something I would pay a lot of money for. Right. Okay, what's last? Color me excited. Okay. I can't wait to find out because I see red. <laughs> yes, you do. We have a red wine. And this actually, I have a lot of good things to say about this wine based on my homework. Okay. Having not tasted it yet. This is Sutter Home. This is a Sutter Home Cab Sauvignon. That's the bottle you would get if you were on an airplane. That's exactly right. And um, little, let's do a round of applause for Sutter Home. Uh, that is actually produced, <coughs> excuse me, I'm choking on that vineyard, yeah, by the Trinchero um, Family Vineyard. And they just won the 2017 Lifetime Achievement Award by Wine Enthusiast Magazine for the Sutter Home Wines. And well, this, what, did they, what did they win it for? Lifetime achievement because this year they sell this year twenty eighteen they celebrate the seventieth anniversary of the Sutterhome Vineyards first harvest. Wow! So seventy years. They ain't Whistling Dixie people. I mean, this they is not their first rodeo. Wine. Right? Exactly. So um, this does not name the year of the wine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what kind of wine is it? Cab Sav. It's a Cab Sav. Cab Cabernet Sauvignon. And this is interesting. This is thirteen point five percent alcohol. Uh, so it's pretty pretty high alcohol. Let me. 
Oh, yeah. Twist that top oh, off, sounds Sarah. Sounds delicious. <laughs> All righty. All right. Well, and it does look like a baby wine bottle, and that's really, I mean, that's cute. I love a little yeah, bottle. I already love it just because it's that tiny little bottle. Right. Um, this, again, is the six-ounce serving. The, the nose is, uh, is smells like a Cabernet Sauvignon. This was two fifty, by the way. I mean, so if you're just, you know, yeah, two fifty, two fifty, that's good. A big bottle of the Sutter M Cabernet from about eight ninety nine. I will say that before, and I haven't tasted this yet, mm-hmm. but I will say that when you comes to cheap wine, uh-huh. I think it's easier to hide flaws in a red wine than it is a white wine. I think you're probably, I think you're right. I think you're so, right because they're so fruity. Exactly. This, in fact, they refer to it as um, full body, dark fruit flavors, hint of toasty vanilla goodness. Again, Sarah likes to say. We'll be the judge of that. <laughs> yes. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> I do get... Um, it smells great. Berry. I get plum. Mm-hmm. And I get black pepper. Mm, I get a little bit of blackberry. Mm-hmm. It and smells was, like it would taste good. It, no, it smells rich. Yeah. It's got a very rich nose. Mm-hmm. Let's give a sippy sip. And then I have a surprise for you about this wine. Oh, my gosh. No, drink it first, and then I'll tell you. Oh, it's like <laughs> full of anchovy juice no. or something. <laughs> Nothing like that. Wow, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I it's not it's so bad. Perfectly serviceable. I red agree wine. with you. It's, well, We've I, tasted more expensive red wines that were not as good as this. So, it's in my opinion. I don't like Cabernet Sauvignon as a <laughs> uh-huh. rule. It's not yeah. my. It's just a wine I never like because it always tastes like green peppers to me a little bit. There's a vegetal quality about mm-hmm. about uh, Cabernet that I don't like. Um, yeah, this is a little. This is definitely fruit forward. Yeah, there, there's a lot of sugar in this wine. Yeah, but yeah, no, I would be. Which is surprising. I would be perfectly happy coming home at the gas station with six of those little bottles. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When one is not enough of your gas station vino. Well, um, long weekend. So, this is the surprising thing. And I'm glad that we liked it because it makes us, it just really punches home the message that we know we're talking about. This wine, the Sutter Home Cabernet Sauvignon, won double gold. Received a double gold award in 2017 by the San Francisco Chronicle. And San Francisco's right there in Napa Valley. They what know year? 2017? Last year. No way. True story. Interesting. It is true. Um, it isn't bad. And this, I the mean, other thing about Sutter Home that I had forgotten about, but you're going to be like, oh, yes. Uh, they claim. <laughs> don't, you don't know me. <laughs> I know this about you. Um, <laughs> the Sutter Home has on all their marketing, they say they're the brand that has introduced more Americans to wine on the table than any other. And here is why I think that is. Sutter Home is who created the original white Zinfandel in the 1970s, you remember? I do remember that. I remember serving it at different different (laughs) restaurants like Cafe Luna. Yeah. So... That, well, and, you know, and White Zin has come a long way as well. So. Yes, well, Some not, of not it. White Zin, no, 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 not, not White Zin. Rose, Rose, White Zin right, is always Zin sweet is and horrible. Sweet. Unless you love it, then good for you. And then you've got some pretty bottles in your fridge. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> I love your, ro- your um, pink fridge. This is really, I mean, this is very serviceable. I, I would, I would, were I, you know, I would be perfectly happy if I ordered this on an airplane. And they handed it to me. Yeah. I would be perfectly happy with that. And that's a good. That's actually, especially heading into the travel season, that's another good. Yeah service that we have done for you guys. You're, <laughs> you're welcome. on the plane and this is the wine if they're serving. You see Cabernet Sauvignon by Sutter Home. Get, get it. it. It's good. Very fruit forward. <laughs> um, what have you learned this time? Well, I've learned that never buy sparkling wine from the grocery store or California Even champagne. Even if they call it champagne. I mean, I mean gas station. <laughs> yeah. Um, I learned that you buy that the best sellers in a gas station mm-hmm. tend to be small bottles of wine for whatever reason you have. Yeah. Uh, wink, wink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I found out that Sutter Home actually makes a decent Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah. 
And here's another, just a few things uh, for people to keep in mind. If you don't see wine in your gas station, haha, um, ask them. Because they may have it. It just must be, they sell a lot more beer than wine. Well, then maybe every handy, I didn't ask a single person those handy <gasps> Hugos. I just walked through the store. So talk about oh. creeper. I was like, did a perimeter. Like, yeah. I looked like I was I'm casing, casing the joint. The joint. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't mind me. Yeah, and then I tripped on the on the sidewalk later and it was the oh. whole thing. Yeah, no, it's fine. This guy looked at me and laughed and yeah, well. He's like, and that's the girl who couldn't even stop and get herself something Exactly. She's had plenty. Yeah. Um, don't assume that uh, all gas station wine is bad wine. Go in and look. And don't forget, it's a convenience store so you can't beat it for the convenience and they a lot of uh, more and more now you are finding that there are some gas stations who actually take a lot of pride in this i know taylor's gas station oh yeah for sure it's definitely a movement very known for uh well known for their wine selection uh up off six forks in raleigh and um we have been to a darling gas station in blowing rock downtown blowing rock you pick up your gas and they have an amazing wine selection yeah so gas station owners out there (laughs) get some good wines i promise you people are gonna buy them yeah because you're convenient. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been Wine and Dandy. I'm so excited we got the gas station episode <laughs> yes. done. Let's just hope Check. I don't delete it. Right. Again. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. man. I can't drink that <laughs> sparkling wine again. <laughs> I've already had yes, to drink it, it twice. <laughs> if you like us, tell your friends. You can find us on iTunes, on your iPhone podcast app, Google Play, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Please comment and review us. Yes, please. Because it helps people find it us. It won't hurt our feelings, nope. but it will make us happy no matter what you say. And, you know, we're very social. We're on social media everywhere. We're That's on, true. Yeah, we're a Wine yeah. and Dandy podcast on Instagram, mm-hmm. also on Facebook. And we would love for you to come be our friends there and comment there because that's honestly the best way to get in touch with yeah. us. Mm-hmm. So join us again for Wine and Dandy next time. Don't know what it's going to be about yet. We have to figure that out after this. And you could also make suggestions when you reach out and contact us to what you would like to hear us chit-chat about. I love it. Yep. All right. Oh, by the way, I want to say hello to our Alaska listener, Mary Beth's sister. Hi! Hi we thank love you for you. listening. Tell all your Alaskan friends. Grab a Malamute, head out, and tell them. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Wine and Dandy because wine is fun. And we intend to prove it. Cheers! Cheers!